welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life and the world. With ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Julie Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor, and creator of Conscious Leadership, and property investor living in the UK. Hello, Conscious Leadership listeners. I thought I would do an episode on coaching and mentoring and teaching and training and counselling and consulting because there are so many misunderstood definitions of what they all mean and I have been known to in the past have a rant on lives and small videos that I put out on my social media channels and generally it's because I have read something or somebody said something or somebody's just done something that clearly indicates to me they really do not know the differences between the definitions. So from somebody who has been in learning and development and coaching and mentoring and training for a very, very, very long time, I thought I'd give you my understanding of the differences and, and what they all mean. So, and the, and the two that are generally completely misconstrued are the differences between coaching and mentoring. So I'm going to start with them. If you go back to the origins of coaching, it is very often related to a sport now I'm not saying that is always the case it certainly isn't coaching became very 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 well known in Australia and the United States before it ever got to the UK and for a number of decades and still today in some arenas coaching is not seen as a positive intervention quite often people get sent to people and I say sent to um, for coaching as a little bit of a punitive remedy. So they're sent for coaching when something has gone wrong rather than looking for a coach to enable them to move forward. It's really interesting when you boil this all down. And please remember, I've been doing this for a long time, over three decades. So coaching in its purest format, and this is the only way I can describe it, Coaching in its purest format is unlocking the potential of the individual that is being coached. So what do I mean by that? A coach will ask the coachee questions to get the coachee to come up with their own solutions to their own problems. So in pure coaching, there's no telling it's about asking questions. In its purest format, there are no judgments made in coaching. There are no opinions given in coaching. 
the coach asks really good questions and presents those the answers back to the coachee in the coachee's own words so they don't interchange or interpose any of their own words it's a, a very reflective process and with coaching it is looking forwards there's a really simple model with coaching that I would advise anybody to get their head around it's called the grow model and the reason I like it is because it is really simple so with the grow model you start with the G which is the goal the goal will always be the coachee's goal. What are they there to achieve? What do they want to achieve? What do they want to work on? What's their goal? You come round to the R and the R is for the reality of their, of, of their now. So this is the goal is what they want to achieve. The reality is where are they now? What, where are they in comparison to, to the goal? As part of that whole process, there is a gap identified. So this is where I am and this is where I want to go. What's the difference? What's the gap? And that could be a whole multitude of things. Coming around to the O of the GROW model, it's only one. There are more out there. This is just a really simple one. Coming around to the O, what are the options to fill the gap? So what are all of the choices to fill the gap from goal to reality? Now, in pure coaching, the coachee comes up with all their answers, all their options. What has happened in the past is that I know I have a piece of information that the coachee does not have. So and without that piece of information, their opportunities are very are limited and they can't see how they get from where they are to where they want to be. If you have a piece of information, pure information, factual information, you can ask the coachee if you can share that with them. They say yes or no, entirely up to, you, up to them what they say. Now at that point, when you come round to the W, it's the what are you going to do? When are you going to do it by? So the goal, the reality, the options and the when. When are you going to do it by? What are you going to do? Now, I'll give you a prime example of this. Many years ago, I was coaching a uh, an individual who wanted to become an experiential outdoor trainer. So they wanted to teach rock climbing, caving, that sort of thing to to youth. Now, at the time, there was a government grant that had been um, issued that allowed people to apply for it who wanted to do certain types of work. And this qualification fitted into that grant. Now, the person I was coaching did not know that there was a government grant available and they had very limited funds. So I asked them if I could share that piece of information. They said yes. I shared it. So one of their options on what they could go and do and one of the goal, one of the action points they took was they were going to go and investigate the grant. Now, I didn't tell them what to do. I didn't advise them what to do. They came up with that. And of course, they may have said, no, not doing anything. So coaching in its purest, purest format, the answers, the solutions all come from the individual. Now, with mentoring, Mentoring is 
the definition is a trusted advisor. Now, with a mentor, you go to a mentor because they have the skill set, the knowledge, the wherewithal that you want, that you know you need to learn. So with a mentor, they will tell you what to do. They share their knowledge. They share their experience. It is a far more advisory role. They have already achieved what it is you want to achieve. So they tell you they short circuit your journey. Now, there's a massive difference between being told what to do and being asked questions that give you the answers for yourself. There's a huge difference between mentoring and coaching. Now, a coach can be a mentor and a mentor can be a coach. It's a very different set of skills. And both sets of those skills need to be able to promote independence with the individual that is being coached or mentored. You don't want to, in either of those roles, create an in, a dependence on you when you adopt those roles. So if you're listening to this and you want to find a coach or you want to find a mentor, make sure you know what their experiences are. A coach does not need to have experiences in the thing you want to do. A coach needs to have the ability to ask really good questions of you. A coach is not a counsellor. So a counsellor generally will be working on a an emotional or psychological problem issue, say problem, that's probably the wrong word, a psychological or emotional issue that you have that you want resolved, that you want support in moving forward on. But a counsellor and there are counsellors need to be qualified to, to adopt the role. A coach doesn't need a qualification. It's not a regulated industry. Mentoring does not need a qualification. It is not a registered industry. And even the coaches and mentors that have got qualifications, it does not mean they are any good at what they do. So look for reviews, have the conversation, work out whether you can respect them. It's not about liking, but you've got to be in relationship with them. So a coach is forward focused. A mentor is forward focused. Sometimes a coach may go a little bit backwards to find out what was going on for you, to you for you to get into the coaching session. But it's generally not about emotional or psychological issues. Generally not. You may touch on them to say, well, what happened? What stopped you doing? What's getting in the way? But it's not going backwards very far. They may need a little bit of history, but they won't need much more. Whereas a counsellor, dependent on the type of counselling there is, you know, and I'm not a counsellor, I have never purported to be a counsellor and I will never be a counsellor, will go back further to find out what triggered a lot of the things that may be going on for you. And then they will start to work forwards. So counselling generally will look back to go forwards. A coach may look back a tiny little bit to go forwards. A mentor doesn't really care. They want you to move forwards. They may care. Again, a um, bit of a misphrase of a word there. They may care, but a mentor is telling you what to do, basically. So, and all of these are the way that you can help others. 
Um, consulting, I didn't even mention that at the beginning, but consulting is where you are employed to give advice. You are employed because of your, I'm going to say, problem solving abilities and your knowledge and experience. So if you are a consultant, you your role is to give advice to whoever is consulting with you. And you will be consulted on a specific element of a certain thing, as you are with mentoring. I did a poll the other day and um, over 50% of the respondees had more than one mentor. So you will have a mentor for public speaking. You may have a mentor for um, business growth. You may have a mentor for how to develop a social media following. So different mentors will have different areas of expertise and you might have more than one mentor it's not unusual you would you have more than one coach possibly not would you have more than one counselor doubt it very much so mentors you can have more than one you generally have one only one coach uh, and one counselor so you may end up with three people that you're working with. That could be a get a bit of a confusing mind head for you. I wouldn't suggest that's probably the best I, best thing to do. Um, so and then the other ones just wanted to touch on teaching and training. Again, the words get um, get get used interchangeably at times. But generally, if you're in or accessing teaching or training, you're going somewhere for a specific set of skills so you would be taught i don't know as an example excel you would be taught microsoft word you would be taught how to use i don't know whatsapp you wouldn't really need and that might be by mentor so again they interchange one person can do more than one role if you are the person in the role a piece of advice is to talk the roles through with the person that you are working with, see which one they want you to do. And if you change from one to the other, tell them that's what you're doing. If you are looking for a coach or a mentor or a teacher or a trainer, so you are the person that will receive the information, work out what it is you need. I have seen people look for coaches who are uncoachable and I have seen people work with mentors who just don't do what they're told to do by the mentor. It's an absolute complete waste of time for both parties. It's a waste of money for both parties. And it's a yeah, and a definite waste of time and energy if, if you're receiving any of it free. So if you're when you're paying or even if you get it for free as a service, make use of it because that's what you've gone there for. Somebody once said to me, they were talking about their children. And they said, oh, can I, I'm, I'm the mentor to my child. And I thought, well, that's an interesting concept. Generally, you choose your mentor. Generally, you choose your coach. And you want to work with somebody that you, A, respect, and B, you can be in relationship with. So it's not a case of just telling someone what to do. It's not a case of just giving somebody advice. It's a case of working with somebody both parties agree the working with. If you are in a mentoring, coaching, teaching, training, consulting relationship that isn't working, leave it. Give good feedback and leave it on both parties, those that are being paid and those that are paying. If it's not working, have the conversation and leave it. 
because it will not do anybody any good if, if you um, stay there. Good coaches, good mentors create and make fabulous lives for people. Bad coaches, bad mentors can destroy lives. It's probably one, it's why it is one of my pet oh, peeves, I suppose is the right word for it. Um, I see coaches, now remember, coaching and mentoring are not registered industries. Some coaches, when they coach, you won't find many reviews on them because the people they coach don't want to leave a review. They want it to be private. Some people who are mentored, sorry, mentored, will not tell you, A, who their mentor is because they don't want you accessing them. And the mentor might not tell you who they are mentoring because of the confidentiality agreements that come with it. So it's a, a very simple um, concept in a very complex industry, coaching, mentoring, counselling, uh, teaching, training, consulting. You can probably get a counsellor or a coach for, I don't know, £25, £30, or you could pay £25,000 for an hour. Depends on what you want, what level you're at. Mentoring is seen, my perception, as a more positive approach. Those in the know um, have coaches. I have both mentors, I have both coaches. I have mentors and coaches. I don't have a counsellor, but I have, had, I have had emotional support to get me through a rough patch in my life. So um, specifically for a period, she's not, not a counsellor, but she was an emotional mastery wizard and she helped me a lot i have coaches that help me i have mentors and i have more than one mentor that helps me so whether you are one or you're looking for one ask the questions please do not just go into a relationship without understanding the differences between the areas it's as i said it's simple and it's complex at the same time and if you're in any doubt Please, um, again, as I always say on all of these episodes, ask me the question. I'll be very happy to help you. So an episode on coaching, mentoring, counselling, teaching, training and consulting and the differences between them. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. You can contact Julie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and hear me out. Please subscribe to her YouTube channel for how-to videos and more content. And please message Julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it.